0: okay hey guys what's going on and welcome back to onwards and upwards the podcast where we talk about all things health wellness productivity and pretty much everything in between my name is hope if you're new and i'm super excited that you're joining me today thank you so much for being here i'm so happy that you are and today we're diving into a topic that's been kind of weighing on me lately and i think it's near and dear to a lot of us the art of staying present and letting go of those incessant worries about the future i have been constantly worrying about what might happen next it's like every single morning when i wake up, I'm so concerned about what my life is going to be like in five years, and ten years, that I've been having a really hard time remembering where I'm at now. And I've just been feeling so overwhelmed at the thought of the future, at the thought of the unknown, at the idea of not being on the right path, because it really does feel like there are just so many paths I could take, but I really don't know what the right one is. Like, how do you know which path is the one? How do you know if it's different from another one, or if you should be going in an entirely different direction? I've been thinking about that non-stop lately and it really did start when I was thinking about school and my current like work setup. Sometimes I think back to when I was 18, I was just starting college and at that point in my life, I was always pushing the future off if that makes sense. I would tell myself that I have to finish college first so the future can wait for later. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. I just have to worry about graduating college. And then I did graduate college and I still had this impending feeling like I needed to wait for something bigger to happen in my life that would somehow tell me where I was supposed to go. After I graduated college, I tried to do the whole nine to five thing and then that didn't work for me. And then I went to online freelancing and that felt a little bit iffy. And then I just kind of happened into where I'm at now. And I feel like I've tried a couple different things in my life so far, nowhere near the amount that I think I'm going to experience in a lifetime, obviously. But I have done a couple different things that I thought would give me a sense of where I was supposed to go. I really did believe that when I graduated college, I would take this degree, I would go get a job, and then my life would just pan out in front of me. But now as I'm sitting here, I graduated three years ago, I'm now in grad school, and I still feel so afraid of what the future looks like like. Because I've never really known what it looks like. I've just felt so trapped in this cycle of worrying about what it might be. From my career path, to my relationships, to even the state of the world, the anxiety I've been experiencing is so overwhelming. And I really do think it's something that a lot of us experience. We have so much anxiety about the future because we really just don't know what's going to happen. When I first started college, I wasn't really expecting to pursue grad school, and here I am. I really thought that I would graduate college, jump into a 9-to-5, and that would be it for me. That was like my life's goal, that's what the future looked like for me, or so I thought. And so now that that's not happening, I feel like the fear of the future can start to really take hold of how you operate on a day-to-day basis. Whether it be struggling to stay present or just worrying about the future in general, I think a lot of us experience this sort of anxiety when it comes to thinking about the rest of our lives. And that's kind of why I wanted to talk a little bit more about this today, because I really do feel like I've missed out on the beauty of the present moment because my mind is so far in the future, and I've been really trying to work on that myself. I know that a lot of you are probably experiencing something similar, so I think we should just have a good long chat about it. I'm somebody who will scroll on Pinterest whenever I need some inspiration or some motivation, and I ended up finding a new wallpaper that I just changed my lock screen to. I did it last night after having this like crisis moment of, oh my goodness, where am I going with my life? What does the future hold? I had that whole spiral happen to me, and then Then I was like, okay, let's just go to bed. I'm going to feel better in the morning. And I started to just scroll through Pinterest. And I happened upon this quote that really, really resonated with me. And I think it might resonate with you too. It says, even though the journey is marked with unknowns, may you always remember all the ways you have grown. And when I read that, I was like, okay, that was meant for me. This is exactly what I needed to hear right now because it did really resonate with me. The journey of life is so unknown. There are so many things that we don't know about the future and that we won't know about the future until it's happening to us. But that fear and anxiety we experience when thinking about the unknowns in life should never take away from us being able to recognize and appreciate all the ways we've grown throughout the years. I read that and I felt a little bit better about the prospect of growth. I don't know what it is about being in your 20s that feels like you should have it all together right now. And I see people talking about this all the time, so I know I'm not alone in this, and your 20s is still young enough for you to not have to worry about the future in the sense that you're still trying to figure out who you are. And honestly, the truth is that constantly fearing the future can rob us of the joy that's right in front of us. It can strain our relationships, hinder our personal growth, and even take a major toll on our mental and physical well-being. Okay, well, I have been on a journey for the past few months of really just trying to reclaim the present moments. I've really fallen into the whole slow living mentality where you're really just trying to place a lot of importance on the little moments and take time to truly appreciate what you have in front of you, appreciating the now, living life a little bit more slowly and trying not to rush past things that you probably think are valuable. And what I've really learned throughout this whole process is that there are a lot of simple techniques that you can start doing. These are gonna be things that anyone can incorporate into their daily lives to really gradually shift their focus from the future to the present. I've got a couple different strategies that I've been trying out for you guys. These are the top four that I feel like worked the best, which is why I wanna share them with you. First up, we have the practice of mindful awareness. Now, I have talked about mindfulness quite a few times and that's because I'm such a big advocate for it. Mindful awareness really involves training ourselves to bring our attention to the current moment just as it is without judgment. Now, like I said, I've talked about mindfulness a lot and I think there's a couple different ways you can go about it. I've always said that traditional mindfulness or meditation hasn't always worked well for me. I have tried to do like little guided meditations where you sit down and you just kind of breathe in and out for 10 15 minutes and I always find that at the five-minute mark I just get too like wound up inside like I can't focus but I still wanted the benefits of mindfulness so what I ended up doing was what I have now called active meditation which is essentially where you go out and you do something like a walk or maybe you journal or maybe Maybe you're taking a shower, you're doing something really basic that you don't need to put a lot of thought into, so instead you can start putting thought into the mindfulness aspect of it. If you're going for a walk, mindful awareness might look like seeing how your body's feeling, what are your feet feeling like, what's the nature around you feeling like, what are you sensing? The overall idea really is just to bring your awareness into the present moment so you stop having all these wandering thoughts that bring you into the future. I've been doing shower meditations lately, which is where you go in the shower, and as you're kind of washing off your body, you visualize washing any stress or anxiety away. And because I'm such a visual person, that has kind of helped me a lot. I feel like just the idea of water pushing all the anxiety off of you has been something that's been able to kind of bring me out calmer. Of course, there are so many different ways to do it, but I find that mindful awareness is definitely something to start practicing if you're struggling with this anxiety about the future. Strategy number two is gratitude journaling. This is another super powerful strategy that i swear by i have done all sorts of journaling for so many years but gratitude journaling has always had a special place in my heart i really just started by listing out one to three different things on a piece of paper every morning and i would normally say things like i'm grateful for my dog i'm grateful for my health for my family and i was really just writing down basic things like that to get in the habit of gratitude journaling because once you establish the habit of journaling every day and you know writing down things you're grateful for it's going to be way easier to be more specific with what it is you're grateful for. This simple act can really help us shift our focus from what we lack to what we have, reminding us of the beauty and abundance within our own lives right now. I find that when I'm fearing the future or worrying about the future, sometimes I can also get trapped in comparison. Not necessarily comparison with other people around me, but rather comparison with the person I thought I was going to be. Like I said, when I was 18 and I graduated college, I thought that I was going to jump straight from college into a traditional office job and then just work there for the rest of my life. And even though now I have the self-awareness that tells me that that was not meant for me, I think that I still struggle with comparing myself to who that person might have been. I remember the first day I went into an office and I sat down, I packed a cute little work bag, I felt cute in like my little business professional outfit, and it was something I had been looking forward to all of college. I just couldn't wait to get into like the workforce, I wanted to be like the girl boss thing, that's when that was super trending. And I was just super excited to have a salary, have consistent income, and just really have a routine where every single morning I knew that 8 a.m. I was going to be at work. And then at 5 p.m. I was going to be heading on my way home. I am somebody who loves a structured routine like that. And so I was actually really excited about it. So when that didn't pan out and I ended up leaving that job, I really struggled with letting go of that past version or that I guess like future never happened version of myself. So sometimes now I'll ask myself what my life would have been like if I would have committed to that, if that was something that I, you know, did follow through with and I did really just put more energy into. I struggle with comparing who I am now to that potential version of myself. I always think to myself that maybe I'd be making more money, maybe I'd have made more friends. These things that kind of pop up into our minds when we think about what could have been can sometimes really weigh on us. And so what I found so beneficial when it comes to gratitude journaling is it really does bring me back into the current moment. Yes, I may have liked the routine that that life may have given me, but I'm also super happy that I can take my dog for a walk at any time of day whenever I want because I work from home. And so that's something for me to be grateful for. I'm grateful that I was able to go and play pickleball this morning with my mom because I didn't have to be at an office at 8 a.m. Really taking time to show gratitude for where you're currently at in life can really help if you have any of those feelings about the future or what could have been. I really think it just grounds you back in the moment and it shows you all you do have to be grateful for and it can make you feel way more content with where you're at. Now, strategy number three is all about setting short-term goals. This is probably what's helped me the most out of all of these when thinking about how it relates to fearing the future. Like I talked about earlier, I have been really struggling with the idea of where I'm supposed to be going in life. When I started having those feelings, I found out that the common denominator with all of that was I was always thinking about 10 years down the line. I never really fear the future six months ahead. I always fear the future, you know, five years down the line, 10 years, 15 years. I worry about that element to the future because that's what feels the most unknown. I could probably tell you where I'm gonna be in six months, but I could not tell you where I'm gonna be in six years. And that's the concept that's really been weighing on me lately because it is so easy to get wrapped up in the not knowing. So what I found to be really helpful is to write out your short-term goals that you want to achieve. Now, the reason I say short-term goals and not necessarily long-term goals is because when you're dealing with fearing the future, you really wanna give yourself something that's attainable for a short span. Let's say for example, that in the next three months, I set a goal to walk hundred miles. Let's say I set this goal to walk about a mile a day and I wanted to have achieved a hundred miles in three months. This short-term goal is really going to help me when I do find myself getting caught up in the future because A, it's something that I can take action on now, and B, it's something that doesn't feel super far away. Three months doesn't feel like a lot of time, so it feels like something that I'm going to be able to actually achieve and not just kind of hope into being in the next five years. And it's also something I can take immediate action towards, so I can go out and walk a mile today and be one step closer to that goal. When we think about things like where we're going to be in 10 years, there isn't a lot that we know about who we're going to be in 10 years, so it's way harder to feel like we're making progress towards that version of ourselves. So setting short-term goals can really help ground us into who we are now and what we can actually achieve in the near future. And finally, that leads us into our fourth strategy, which is all about changing your mindset. I feel like I talk about shifting your mindset all the time and I know other people talk about it too, so I don't want this to feel repetitive, but I do want to mention that changing your mindset towards anything in life really can have a massive impact on how you're feeling. Over the past week especially, I have been in a deep spiral about fearing the future, and the other three strategies I've mentioned have done a pretty good job of pulling me out of it, but in order for me to stay out of it and to prevent myself from spiraling like this in the future, I really need to focus on changing my mindset. Changing simple words Words and the way that you interpret them can really go a long way. Instead of fearing the future, I'm excited about the future. Changing the way you say stuff like that and really just focusing on reframing the way you view the future is gonna be so important when you're trying to limit that anxiety. I found that I really just had to shift the words I'm using because sometimes the words I use aren't exactly positive. I shouldn't be saying that I'm worried about the future, I should be excited. Instead of worrying and doubting whether or not I'm the right path, I should be excited about whatever path I'm on because it's still going to teach me something. Reframing the way you think about this is going to be so incredibly helpful when it comes to that tricky feeling of anxiety that comes with the future. And I really do believe that it's something that can help you too if you're struggling with those feelings as well. As I've integrated these strategies into my own life, I have noticed a remarkable shift. Some of it immediate, some of it I know I'm going to have to continue to work on as I go throughout life because I don't know if that fear of the future ever truly does go away or if we just kind of learn better ways of dealing with it. So while I can't claim to have completely conquered my fear of the future, I certainly have gained a greater sense of control over my thoughts and emotions. So you guys, if you find yourself constantly fearing the future, remember that you're not alone. It really is a journey, and every step you take towards being present is a step forward towards a more fulfilling life. Let's embrace the now, romanticize everyday moments, and move forward with a sense of hope and courage. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so, so much for listening. I can't tell you guys how thankful I am that you took time out of your day to listen today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to rate it over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It would really mean a lot to me, and it also really helps the podcast podcast get out to more people who might benefit from it as well but again thank you so much for being here i hope that you have an amazing rest of your week and i will talk to you guys all next time on onwards and upwards bye guys